This is Spirituality Unpacked with Laura Bungars. For more information, please visit my website at spiritualityunpackedalloneword.com. folks, it's Laura. Happy Monday. I hope you had a good weekend. Welcome to, welcome back to Spirituality Unpacked. I hope you are doing well. All right, so today on this fine Monday morning, I, I want to ask you a question. Where in your life is fear keeping you stuck? Where is it preventing you from moving forward? And what are you actually afraid of, right? So this is something that I go through it with my private coaching clients, because all of them in one way or another, have been caught in in fear of what if they've all been caught in the fear of what might happen. They've, they're all they've all stopped themselves in one way or another from doing from doing something. It didn't matter what it was, but they've all stopped themselves from doing something. So when they start working with me, the first thing I do automatically is begin to go figure out what they're actually afraid of. I start digging, I start doing what I do best, which is asking a million questions. What are you actually afraid of? And sometimes what they tell me is the 3D what is story. So it's the story of the drama Rama that's going on around them. And then I say, Nope, you're not afraid of drama what's behind that, right? So the fear of the what is, is just, it's the practical reality of life, right? The fear of what's going to happen if I do this in the practical world, that's an excuse because life, the 3D what is, is going to happen anyway. It just will. So there's something driving the fear there's kind of a fear behind the fear. So what's under that? So we go digging, I go looking for the next level, okay, you've shown me you're afraid of the practical world. What else? What else? There's more. Right? Where's, where's the original pain? Where's, where's the original trauma? what is the actual fear? And usually where we get to is things like self doubt. Um, Sometimes it's just a monkey mind that wants to talk um, and and likes to project into worst case scenarios and and, and do the chicken little sky is falling kind of stuff. Um, But often, always there is more there. Whether it's self doubt, whether it's just a monkey mind, whether there was somebody that in the background saying you can't do it or you're not good enough or you don't deserve or you can't have. A lot of the time these days I run into people that are trying to fit themselves into boxes to make life look the way people expect life to look, to do things the way people expect things are supposed to be done, right? So we spend a lot of time on 
okay, you don't have to follow the rules, right? And I mean, that's, that's my lesson. There you are right there. There's, there's my big lesson, right? Because I tried to fit my whole dang life into a box. Well, it didn't work. That it, it collapsed completely, right? I collapsed completely in trying to do that. So it's not possible. So at this point, you toss the box out and you just kind of go, okay, well, what am I going to do, right? What do I want to do? What feels right to me? How does this look for me? What makes sense? And then you go, okay, this is what I actually want to do. Now, sometimes it requires some digging. We don't get there right away because we have to dig through all the boxes. We have to, we have to dig through the clutter, right? And get to a place where we can look around and go, oh, hey, wait, right? So I actually took one of my clients through this process, right? Over the span of a few weeks, we went through this process of like, needed to go around the loop, right? The person needed to go around their own loop. So, so we went through the whole thing of, you know, it needs to look this way. And, and then when that fails, well, then I need to get a job because money, well, but I don't really want to do that. So that lasted like a week, right? And then, and then back around again. And then it was like, okay, do you see what just happened? Do you see where you got to? Do you see how the process played out? Can you see how you see your own story? This is cycle repetition, right? And it's unconscious cycle repetition. And part of the reason why it, it was unconscious is because number one, it plays out over a period of time. It's not just a one day thing. It plays out over a span of a month or six weeks or two months or whatever. It plays out over a longer period of time. And so when you get into a, you know, a private coaching sessions where you have, you know, scheduled sessions and you can see you have the start date and you have then this happened and then this happened and the timeline sort of shows you it. It highlights that, hey, look, we just went around in a giant circle. Look where we are, right? And all of that to figure out what the person actually wanted to be doing, which was totally outside the box of anything they had tried to create before. And that's the thing, is they needed the loop to be able to figure out what they actually wanted to do in the first place. Because we had to dig through all the boxes of trying to fit in and then manage the fear of the practical reality on top of that in order to be able to do what it wanted to do, right? The fear of the practical world actually helps to keep you in the box. Fear of money, fear of being homeless, fear of whatever actually helps to keep you in the box. It doesn't allow you to move, right? You won't do the thing for fear of failure if you're worried about money, if you're worried about having a place to live, if you're worrying about what you're going to eat next week. You won't actually allow yourself to do the thing. You stop. You stop yourself. You can't do it. You can't get there from there. So you actually have to maneuver through the fear of the practical world. You have to handle that fear. You actually have to get out of it entirely, but you have to manage the fear of the practical world. You have to recognize that you're okay. In the practical world, you have to see that you're okay. So you get with me, we sit, 
we sit and I, I look at you and I go, look, you're fine. You're sitting here talking to me. Is there anything actually happening right now? No, you're absolutely fine. Okay, so here's the thing. If you're okay, then what are you afraid of? You're afraid of a future that hasn't happened yet. Well, we can't do anything with that. You can't fix that. It hasn't even happened yet. So stop. Pay attention to where you are in the moment. Recognize your current reality is absolutely fine. There's nothing going on. Right? It keeps you so focused on it. That fear of the practical reality keeps you so focused on it that you can't get out of your own way. So we got to manage the fear of the practical reality before we can do anything else. Right? So what I do is I'll allow you to go through your cycle. But I bring the flashlight. I bring a map. So I'm conscious of it. I'm aware I can see that. Oh, look, he's going, we're going through the loop. You're going through, she's going through the cycle. Cool. Okay, we're going to allow that. So that I can show you what happens next. So that I can show you where you end up. And why that isn't working for you and what the problem there is. And then how to get out of it. All I do is bring the flashlight with me. Right? So I can become aware of the cycle. Oh, look, we're going to go around. Cool. <laughs> awesome. Let's go around so that we can see what this is actually about. And then I'm going to bring awareness to it. Look where you are. So then once we get out of the fear of the practical reality, then we can actually start to dig because now you have the bandwidth. So now we can actually start to dig through, well, gee, what do I actually want to do? All of these things that I was trying to do were keeping me in the box because they were a function of the fear I was feeling of the practical reality. See, when the mind tries to solve problems in the practical reality, it creates solutions that are also very practical. <laughs> but those practical solutions may not be what you want. They may not be in alignment even a little bit with what you want to do. And there's your problem. And so they don't work. They actually don't work. They fail every time because your energy isn't lined up. You don't actually want to do that thing. So your energy isn't lined up, so it fails. You can't get there from there. So a lot of the process is just figuring out what you actually want. But the only way to do that is to manage the fear of the what is. And the fear of the what is can be money, it can be self-doubt, it can be other people, it can be a whole lot of stuff, but we got to manage that fear. 
We got to understand what that actually is and why it's there. And then what do you do with it after that? And what I usually say is I ask you to look around and I say, is anything going on right now? And you say, no. And I say, see, you're fine. Because if you're sitting on your couch and you're listening to me or you're in your car and you're listening to me and you're going to go do whatever and you're going through the Starbucks drive through and you're whatever, 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 then you're fine. You're fine. There's nothing happening. You're absolutely fine. And the only thing you're afraid of is your own thoughts around what might happen next. I actually psyched myself out the other day. I kind of had a laugh. Because the old fear showed up. Nothing happened. Ultimately, nothing. Absolutely nothing happened. The old fear showed up. And because the old fear showed up, I psyched myself out. A little bit, right? I said... And maybe I'm it's just old, right? I tried to kind of go, well, maybe, right? I brought a little bit of awareness to it. I was like, there's no reason for this. I have no reason to believe that's going to happen. Why would that be a thing, right? But it didn't really comment, right? And I didn't work too hard on it because it was like, I just got to wait till tomorrow to see what happens kind of thing. And then nothing happened, right? And it was, it was that. It was the fear that there was a cliff there, but really there was no cliff there. Right? It was the fear I was going to trip, but there was nothing to trip over. Right? It was the fear of a problem that didn't ever happen. It was the mind making crap up. Right? But my job, even if I let myself go down that rabbit hole a little bit, even if I do buy into the fear for 24 hours or 12 hours or whatever, is to then come back around and look at it when nothing happens and go, okay, hey, wait, nothing actually happened. The mind was making crap up again, right? It was fear of, of, of things gone by, that the past is going to repeat itself. But the past is not a predictor of the present or the future. So even I have to catch myself sometimes and go, wait a minute. Nothing happened. The mind made that up. Why? Because it's trying to stay where it is. It's trying to stay where, where it's comfortable. It doesn't want change. It doesn't understand change, right? So the idea is we try to fill the spaces we call the unknown. We try to fill that with positive. We try to fill that with good ideas. We try to fill that with things that don't make us afraid. Because if we leave that void, if we leave the unknown empty, the mind's going to fill it with all kinds of fear and panic and worry and doubt. Right? If you had a, an empty cupboard or an empty closet or even an empty room in your home, if you weren't conscious about what you were putting in that room, what would happen? How much clutter would you amass? 
right? What would end up in that room? How many people have a junk room? How many people have homes that have extra rooms that become junk rooms? Spare bedrooms that become junk rooms? Why? Because they're not paying attention. Right? We're not paying attention. We're just amassing things and we're not thinking about what we're amassing. We're not thinking about what we're collecting. The mind does the same thing mentally with thoughts. Does the same thing with thoughts. The thoughts are collected and they're not conscious. You're not aware of it until you're sitting there and you're in this big pool of fear that's based on absolutely nothing except thoughts and ideas that the mind has collected over time. Most of which aren't even true. Most of the junk in your spare room you don't need. And if you were simply aware of that, you would get rid of it. But you don't pay attention. And the same is true in the mind. So when I catch the mind doing what it just did, it's my job to clear the crap. Now I have to become aware. I need to take the flashlight. What else is in that junk drawer? What else is in that room that I don't need? What else is there? It's my job to go clear it. It's my job to maybe become more aware next time so that that doesn't happen again. So that I don't have to descend into that and psych myself out. So we don't have to go down the rabbit hole. That's my work. That's what I do. That's what I teach you to do. It doesn't prevent me from never going down the rabbit hole. It doesn't prevent me from never psyching myself out. You know what it does? is it keeps me from being in fear of my life 24 hours a day, seven days a week. It means for the most part, I actually get to enjoy my existence instead of being afraid of it. And I spent the first 40 years of my life being afraid of it. And I don't want to live that way anymore. But the only way I change that is by being conscious about what I'm thinking and what I'm doing. The only way I change that is by recognizing those old patterns and habits when they show up and saying no. While also deciding what I want to create in the future and allowing myself to move forward. And all of that meant I had to manage the fear. I started from managing the fear of my day-to-day -day existence, of my day-to-day -day reality 3D. That's where I started. I started by recognizing that I was sitting in a mud puddle of fear. I was sitting in a hot tub of fear and I had no choice but to get out. And it's amazing how scary getting out of fear actually is 
trying to get out of fear is actually more, more scary, more fearful than just staying in the fear. Because you have to convince yourself that you're not going to die when you get out of the hot tub. You have to convince yourself that nothing's going to happen. So the first steps that I took on my healing journey, the first few years of my healing journey, were all about managing fear. in the practical reality. And only once I managed the fear could I actually begin to make any real change in my life. Because up until that point, I was too afraid to change anything. So with my coaching clients, it becomes the same process. We have to manage the fear so that you can actually make conscious change. If we don't manage the fear, you won't let yourself move. You won't create the change because you can't. Your decisions are then based on the fear and you're not even aware you're doing it. The fear is a little insidious that way. It hides in there. You think you're creating change, but what you're really doing is staying stuck in your, in your stuff. You're staying stuck in your paradigm, in your little bubble, your hamster wheel, and you don't allow yourself to move. So you have to learn the hard way. You go around the loop. And then I just hand you a flashlight and say, look what happened. Here's the fear and look what you did with it. And that's it. That's all I do. And then for most people, it's like, oh, shit, right? They have that moment. Oh, my God, I did just do that. Yes, you did. Right? But we don't villainize anybody. There's nothing wrong with it. Right? <laughs> right? I don't care that you went around the loop. Cool. Let's go around the loop. Let's see what, let's see, let's see where, what this brings up. You know, I'll check out the scenery with you. This is cool. We'll do this. All right. We don't beat ourselves up. There's no hammers. That's fine. Let's go around. Let's see where we get to. Let's see what happens. See how long it takes you to complete the cycle. Cool. All right. Now, do you see what happened? Do you see where you got to? Do you see how that worked for you? Okay. What are we going to do differently? Let's get out of this. How do we fix this? Right? There's no hammer. There's no, there's no shame in it. It's fine. Go around the loop and then we'll go, okay, now what? Right? The only thing I want to do is give you awareness. I'm just going to hand you a flashlight. Hey, look, and a map. Look where you are. Here's a compass. Look where you are. Look what happened. Do you see it? Connect the dots. Right? So we manage the fear as much as we can, but then we got to test the theory. Well, let's see what happens. Right? Oh, that decision was based on the fear. Ah, now you see that, don't you? Cool. Okay. 
right? Oh, that decision was based on fear. That decision was based on fear. That decision was based on fear. Then we break the fear. And then you look at those decisions, you realize that and you go, oh, I really wanted to do this other thing over here. Yep. Okay, but you got to get there first. We had to figure out the fear thing. Fear is going to stop you. And it's going to prevent you from doing the thing you want to do. And it's going to, it's going to convince you that it's a better idea to make these other choices and do these other things over here because they're safer. You got to make the choices and you got to deal with the fear. So we manage fear. We manage fear by recognizing it. And by paying attention to what happens when we make a choice and, and we let time pass. Right? Make a choice, go down the thing, let's see where you end up. Let's see where you get to. Was that helpful or not? Oh, not helpful. Okay, so what is helpful then? Let's try again. Right? And there's no shame in that. There's no blame in that. No, no problem. It's all good. Right? We're not going to victimize ourselves. I don't beat anybody up for anything. We just go around in a circle. Cool. Right? I'm just a passenger. I just play along. Right? Because for me, it's just about showing you. It's about pointing it out. It's luck, yellow car. Right? As you're driving down the highway. For me, I just pointed out, hey, look where you are. Look what's going on, right? I help you with that awareness piece so you can see it for yourself. I assist you in the awareness. I ask you those questions that I ask myself, right? That's what I do. I ask you those same questions I ask myself on a daily basis, <laughs> right? I have the same conversations with you I've had with myself over the years. The circumstances change, the fear changes a little bit, right? The, the trauma stories are different. But generally, the idea is the same. Everybody's kind of in a different place with it too, right? Some are more, more stuck in it than others. Some people, some people just get in their heads a little bit, right? Sometimes the loop is just that, just around in your head. Okay, all right. How long, how long is it going to take you to see that you're stuck in your head? Right? And you say, but hey, aren't you supposed to beat me up with it? Nope. Because if I allow you to go through the process of it, whether I'm aware of it or not, if I allow you to go through the process of it, then I can show it back to you. I can reflect it back to you. Not in a mean triggered way but I can reflect it back to you in a way that allows you to see your own pattern. And the minute you can see your own pattern, then you can break it. That's what awareness does for you. But you have to be able to see your own pattern. So what am I really doing? Showing people their patterns by allowing them to experience them in real time with me. 
sitting there going, hey, look, yellow car, the whole way. That's what I do. And then if we manage the fear, eventually you get to a place where you understand it and you're able to make better choices. And then you start doing the things that you want to do and you stop trying to fit yourself into boxes. Fear keeps you in the box. Fear says it has to look right. Fear says it has to be a certain way. And that means you won't let yourself do your own thing. So you get to go around in the loop. And I just keep yelling, hey, yellow car, until you finally figure it out. When I can finally show you the cycle and the pattern for yourself. And reflect it back to you and say, do you see what just happened? And sometimes we can do it, you know, within a, within a couple of weeks. And sometimes it takes a little bit longer, six, eight weeks later. Hey, look, we went around a circle. Do you see where we got to? Sometimes it's only a week or two. Look, you got stuck in your head. Yellow car. Okay, now what are you going to do differently? You got stuck in your head. Cool. Okay, now what? Right? Right? We don't, we don't waste time blaming ourselves for what we could have, should have, would have done. Who cares? What are you going to do now? I don't care what happened yesterday. What are you going to do now? What's different? Right? And I do the same thing with myself. I don't... Okay, so I psych myself out. I go down a little bit of a rabbit hole. I recognize that nothing happened. You know? Realize that I'm bringing the past into the present and it doesn't matter anyway because it didn't happen. Okay. Cool. What does that mean for next time? Right? Okay, I'm going to bring that awareness in there. But I don't beat myself up for it. I'm happy to take the learning and I just go with it. And then I share it with you because I want you to see, look, see, even I do it. I've just taught myself how to become aware of it somewhere in the process. I've taught myself to question it after it happens. I've taught myself to, hey, look where you are. I've taught myself to do that. I don't need somebody to sit there and point out yellow car to me. I've figured out how to do that on my own. Did that happen overnight? No. But learning how to do that is why I'm here. And that's what I teach you. Hey, look, pay attention to where you are. Even if you don't recognize it right away. Even if you don't catch on immediately, becoming aware of where you are doesn't mean you stop yourself earlier necessarily. It doesn't mean you can't, but it doesn't mean you will either. 
Sometimes you have to let yourself have the experience and that's okay. It doesn't always have to be a slow motion train wreck. We don't always have to hit the brick wall. It doesn't have to happen every time. You can stop yourself anywhere along the way. The minute you become aware of it, you have the opportunity to stop it. But if you're not paying attention, you just hit the wall and then you wonder why you crash. Awareness just allows you to notice before you hit the wall, it allows you to hit the brakes. It just means you don't have to constantly crash. It doesn't ever prevent a problem. It doesn't mean you won't feel the fear sometimes. It means you can be aware of where you are and recognize that you don't have to buy the fear every single time. You can make choices and you can move in different directions anytime you want to. Managing the fear gives you control. It gives you your power back. It gives you your control back. You're no longer afraid of the practical reality. Whether that's other people or the bank account or whatever, but you're not afraid of it. And that's the key. When you live your life in fear, you will stay stuck. You have to manage the fear to move forward. And that's what I try to offer you every single day. All right, guys, I'm going to leave it here. Thank you so, so much for listening. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast. If you have, please like, share, and subscribe from wherever you are listening to me. Thank you so much. Have a beautiful week, everybody. Happy Monday. And I will be back on Thursday. This has been Laura with Spirituality Unpacked. Have a good one, everybody. Bye for now. This has been Spirituality Unpacked with Laura Bungars. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share. Thanks so much for listening.